Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. I did click on the learn more, okay? I just put in my name. They're looking for a phone number and an email address. And maybe five minutes later, I got a call from a guy. He says, would you like to start trading straight away? I was like, okay, um, yeah, well, you know, can I go to the iOS store? Or he goes, no, no, you need to, to click on a link. It's very simple. And I can talk you through the steps now. There was a sense of urgency. You know, we, we need you now. Sign up today and start making your millions now. Hello and you're welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler. Now, have you ever had your mobile number used by a stranger? Have you ever been phoned by someone to say that they received a call from you even though you hadn't actually made it? Well, this is becoming more and more common and it's part of the anatomy of a scam. Today, we're going to take a glimpse under the hood of what's going on. Gus Fitzpatrick, you saw an ad on Facebook. Can you tell us about that? Sure, Adrian. So uh, just to give you the backdrop to this, I, I've had a foot injury, so I'm, you know, at home resting my foot, keeping it elevated. So I had time to scroll and I had time to, to mooch around. So I came across this ad on Facebook. Um, it was a Libra uh, artificial intelligence trading, right? And it was endorsed by Mark Zuckerberg. The video led in with Mark Zuckerberg and it was very snappy AI uh, trading. And I, I was like, I'm quite interested in this. Not so much from the money, but I want to see how it works. And you know what I mean? I'm, I've got some time. So maybe I could download an app and start trading a euro and see where I go. Where I, where, where I go. Um, so that, that's 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 really how it, how it all started. Mm. Okay. And you then got a call from an Irish telephone number from someone who I believe called himself Paul Baker. That's that right? right. That's right. So so I looked at the comments under the ad and they're all very kind of complimentary and, you know, oh, I started this last week and it's good. And, you know, the usual stuff that you're kind of a little bit kind of sceptical about. But I, I did click on the learn more, okay? Um, and from there, I, I just put in my name, a name, uh, my phone number. They're looking for a phone number and an email address, okay? So you're kind of sceptical. Like, but again, I've got time in my hands. I'm a little bit bored but I want to learn about it. So I clicked to learn more, that was it. And maybe five minutes later, I got a call from 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 a, a guy called Paul Baker. Mm. Um, and and who was Paul Baker or what did he sound like? So pa- Paul Baker was from the Libra project and he said, look, did you look, you looked at the video, what did you think? What do you think of our software? I said, hey, it looks very good. I'm just, just interested in, in, in you know, uh, learning about it. And he goes, you know, how much money are we looking to make? You know, what options did you pick? So there was three options, you know what I mean? Do you want to make $300 a day, 5000 a million, right? Now, what, what threw me was the numbers were too good to be true, right? Mm. Um, and I was like, look, Paul, to be honest, 
I'm not really in it for the money. I just want to see how it all works. Is it is it a, a, an iOS uh, app that I can download? Um, so he told me about you know how much people are making, etc., etc., etc. Now what pricked my ears up was I could hear that kind of office noise in the background, and I'm like. I don't know if I hear that anymore these days. It's like an, an early 2000s busy office. Mm. I was like, I don't know if I can really, he-, you know, I was like, is this for real? You know, or is, is this some kind of um, audio that he's pumped my way to make me feel like he's in a busy office? Oh, was that, did that occur to you that this almost sounded like an artificial sound? It, 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 it definitely felt too, too officey. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we've yeah. got such good technology to reduce background noise now. Mm. I was like, this is a bit funny. Mm. So what then did he try to sell you or what did he ask you to do? So what he asked me to do, he says, well, would you like Would you like to start trading straight away? I was like, okay, um, yeah, well, you know, can I go to the iOS store or, or is, it, is it device acknowledged? He goes, no, no, you need to, to click on a link. It's very simple and I can talk you through the steps now, right? And I, I, I can't remember exactly, but it was like, there was a sense of urgency, you know, mm. we, we need you now, sign up today and start making your millions now, right? Mm. Um, and then I said, look, can I just want a bit of time? Is there something you can email me some documentation so I can read up on the on the company, etc.? And he goes, yeah, but I'm going to send you the link there now as well. So maybe we can do it on the phone. So I said, look, Paul, I'm very busy. I, 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 I want to leave it there. And I pretty much hung up the fo- phone. And the reason was, he said, uh, I'll send you a link and we'll take this conversation to WhatsApp. Mm. All right? And that's I was like, okay, mm. I'm done here. I'm I'm away. Mm. I said, Paul, all the best. I was polite. I said, look, I'm busy. I'll come back. I'll, I'll do it again. I'm gone. And I hung up the phone. You hung up the phone. But that wasn't the end of the calls, was it? No. So he, I got another call back, okay, from another Irish mobile number. Now, now the backdrop to this is, I'm kind of waiting from hospital phone calls with my mm. foot. So I kind of have to take these phone calls from from mobile numbers or whatever the case would be. So it was Paul again. He goes, oh, sorry, we, I, I think we had a misunderstanding. I said, look, Paul, I'm, I'm not interested at the moment. Blah, 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 hung up the phone. So maybe an hour later, I got a phone call from from a girl saying, hi, I'm from the quality control department. Um, pa, pa, he, I think she might have said, Peter, Peter Baker referred me. To right. you, right? I was like, oh, I was dealing with Paul, so I was like, okay, yeah, we just um, he, he's concerned that you, you know you're not fully uh, happy, you don't fully um, believe our, our product, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I said, look, Emily or whatever name was, I said, thanks, but I'm not interested. You know, I'm I'm busy, I'm done. So I hung up the phone. You hung okay? up the phone, yeah. Uh, you hung up the phone on on Emily, um, but you were still receiving more phone calls after that weren't you yeah so i would i would the next morning say just before nine o'clock i was i looked at my phone i had like three missed phone calls right all within a minute of each other right so oh, it's just strange so what i did was like i wonder is this because they kept ringing me the day before so what i did was i saved each each of the three numbers down on my mobile phone where i was like scam one scam two scam three okay mm. so I got up to scam twenty in my in my phone that I saved. Mm. Um, none, none of them call me; they all call from different numbers. So what I did was for scam one, I saved it down scam one. I was like, "Oh, should I call this back?" Mm. So I said, "Right, I'll call them back on WhatsApp because for premium calling, I'm like, at least they can't ding me on that." Mm. So I called back scam one, and I got through to uh, a girl. I was like, "Hi, I might be just a phone call from you," and she was like, "No, no, you didn't, you didn't," and I could hear 
her boyfriend or her partner in the background going, who's calling, who's that? And he's like, just hang up, just hang up. And I'm thinking, I wonder is he in on it, right? Mm. She's not aware of it. He might have used her phone. So then I called scam number two on WhatsApp. And this was a man at Cork, uh, a real nice, honest uh, guy from Cork. He's like, hello, no, I'm on my own here. I definitely wouldn't have called you. I'm on my own. You know, definitely wouldn't be me, right? I called the third scam. And it was a woman in Wexford. And she's like, I don't know what you're on about. I've, I haven't used my phone. I haven't touched my phone, right? I was, so I told her what happened. And then I, what I did was, I said, look, I'll tell you to do. I'm going to send you a screenshot of my call log so you can see that you've called me, right? Mm. So maybe someone in your, in your, around you has called me by accident. Mm. So I send her the, the, the call log and she calls back going, how did this happen? How does this happen? And it was then I was like, hmm, they're, yeah. they're just somehow using fake caller IDs to fake caller IDs when this is this is all a Connor Flynn managing director of waste and compliance solutions and, and an IT uh, uh, security expert who we have m- many years of interaction with what's going on here um, this is a very common thing and I think what's what's really good to hear from Gus's perspective is that he had that cyber awareness or skepticism, you know, at the very beginning to um, be a little bit concerned. Your heckles were up, you, you know, you're, you're a little bit aware about it. But what's happening here is that um, innocent people's phone numbers are completely unbeknownst to them being used by uh, these scam gangs. And it was very interesting that there was uh, headlines in yesterday's papers about uh, one of the Irish leaders of a gang that's part of the Black Axe group across the world. And he was arrested as part of a, an ongoing investigation from the Guardian. And he, he's very young but he's believed to be actually the kingpin in Ireland. And they they took about 1.3 million in uh, cryptocurrencies uh, that they seized from him and about 300,000 in cash that, that he had. So the, the, this is very much the, the kind of scam that we're the seeing. The kind of scam. But the, the biggest question that I hear about this from people who sometimes fall prey to this is a very basic one, which is how do they spoof my number? How do they get my number? So one of the challenges that we have with regard to the use of uh, mobile numbers is the there are lots of voice over IP service providers that will allow <clears throat> a customer of that service to change the caller ID of what is displayed by the recipient. And we often see this for marketing purposes. We see it with text messages. Um, I actually, as part of my local community, you know, run a, a community alert system. And we use our community name as the caller ID that people see on their phone. And that's a perfectly legitimate thing to do with bulk text messaging services. With a voice over IP platform, uh, and, and that's quite a technical term for like a, a, a computer that can make uh, phone calls on the network, on the internet, you can change the caller ID. So they have not cloned a SIM or done anything malicious to the person whose number is being used. They just cycle randomly through phone numbers and they'll use it in an 086, 083, 085 number. And they'll use that as a, the call out number, as we call it, the caller ID. And the person who's missed call, exactly as Gus describes, rings that number back. But that number actually belongs to, to somebody. somebody else. It's so, just, you know, is an unusual circumstance yeah. that somebody answered it. So this is actually a feature of telephony. Yes. And of commercial telephony. But to make sure that those numbers are um, legitimate numbers, the scammers, how do they, the scammers do that? Like the, 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 the numbers that Gus phoned belonged to real people and they were real numbers. They don't need it to be a real number. 
because they don't rely on you calling them back. Their engagement is exactly as Gus described. It's that an urgency. This engagement must happen now. We want to talk to you and complete it. It's it's part of the social engineering training that these guys undergo. And the what's really interesting is you described the number of different people who were involved in the call. Uh, there's a very good program on recently that was one created by one of the uh, UK uh, investigative uh, programs. And it went to Dubai following a series of scams. And it showed these four and five story apartment and office blocks that were occupied completely by uh, people who had had terrible pressure put upon them. They were um, in very vulnerable situations to come into these buildings and they're living there, but they're making these scam calls. They were uh, watching, um, depending on the jurisdiction they're calling, whether it's for France or for Ireland or England, they're watching news and soap operas for that jurisdiction. So they understood accents and they tried to imitate accents oh. as part of the profiling of the person who's making the calls. Mm. And they all had computers with scripts mm-hmm. that they were to follow. And, you know, you're in team A who's calling Ireland and this is the scam based on Libra. You're in team B and you're calling the UK mm-hmm. based on matches or, you know, football or something like that. So there's there's different scams. There are thousands of people who are vulnerable and coerced into working in these situations. Huh. And then they, they could actually, as part of the WhatsApp piece that you describe, they'll actually do video calls. And they have people in studios not dissimilar to this with different staged offices and that noise you said in the background completely set up to make it have that realism. And it's all part of social engineering. And you mentioned Dubai. I mean, typically are these operations from... Middle East, Asia, Europe, Africa, America? Many different locations and usually ones that are jurisdictionally difficult to get enforcement of uh, criminal prosecutions. Um, you know, countries we don't have uh, intra-police arrangements that might be part of Europol or, or Interpol the weak. Um, and weak yeah. local enforcement or where you've got population that could be easily coerced with large immigrant populations and people you know who are vulnerable, vulnerable. to being part yeah. of this scheme so yeah. but we do have it happening in Ireland and we do have the the, the issues with uh, we saw the warnings from the Bank and Payments Federation recently mm. about students offering up the being asked to the offer mules. up their mule their yeah. bank accounts for mules you and know, what happens there is that um, a student will be offered a few hundred euro, maybe a thousand euro, uh, just to the, for the use of their bank account. Absolutely. So they'll have a legitimate. It's more difficult now for the fraudsters to create bank accounts because of anti-money laundering and know your customer legislation that was introduced and the banks have to uh, validate who you are before you'll open a bank account. So the easiest thing for the fraudster is get somebody to give you a loan of their account for a fee. And we've seen a number of prosecutions coming through the courts, but there are thousands of students you know, being targeted at the moment who say, uh, give us your bank account. We'll put 15 transactions of 5,000 euro each through it. You give us online access so we can trans- money, transfer the money out and you keep 500. Mm. And they're getting this. But I was writing um, a couple of months ago, I was covering Comreg, the telecoms regulator here, and the mobile operators had come together uh, with a new regulatory impetus to try and crack down on the spoofing of numbers. And they were talking about ways that they could do this might require uh, new legislation. Um, What's your sense of 
progress, if any, that we've made uh, on that's that score? Uh, very little, okay. unfortunately, now. And one of the things that complicates this further is the use of um, your WhatsApp. And you mm-hmm. know, it's good. It's interesting that you mentioned that because you know, moving to that away from the carrier moves it into an app. And it makes it much more difficult because as far as a carrier is concerned, when you move to WhatsApp, all they see is, you know, getting too technical, an IP connection. But they don't have anything at the carrier level anymore that is a phone call based or a text message based because it's now invisible to them. And this is one of the challenges that law enforcement... So are we stuck with this? Is that what you're saying? I, I think it's going to be a difficult thing to change. Okay. And, you know, there's this constant battle between privacy advocates on one side and law enforcement and regulators on the mm-hmm. other side because exactly that you know WhatsApp advertise and promote and it's very important for um, people who end-to-end are end-to-end encryption end-to-end encryption yeah, but message. it means that the, you, you can't police what's going on inside that's it right, yeah. but you can't snoop on it either yeah, so it's really important that, that's a whole other thing yeah. Gus um, from your point of view have the phone calls stopped? Yeah the phone, the phone calls have stopped now it, it was incredibly uh, frustrating, you know what I mean? Like the constant calls and I pick it up and it'd be, be the same three or four people, right? But mm. one girl in particular kept ringing me and I was like, Emily, there's something not right here, right? You're not getting my message, right? Or you 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 love talking to me. But I said, yeah. Take my name and phone number from your data records. I am not interested in your product, right? And then the next time she goes, I was like, listen, it's a scam. You know it's a scam, I know it's a scam. Take my name away. She's like, no. No, we need a better reason. I said, that's that's a good enough reason. Okay. No, we needed a better reason. I, I said, take Emily. It, citing GDPR has <laughs> yeah. no effect here. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and but there haven't been any other effects that you've noticed, are there? You're not seeing any uptick in you know, email or, or SMS no, or anything. No, no, like that. no, no. I'm everything is good. I know, you know, thankfully the calls have stopped mm. now. I knew, you know, they were coming at nine, coming at twelve. Um but what what I was and I was saying to Connor, um, what's amazing is the Facebook ad. The, the, the comments are still relevant. They're still, yeah. you know, uh, a day old, two days old. There's not like the same ones that I, that I had four weeks ago. Mm. It's it's they're still they're updating them. There's no one leaving. This is a scam. Beware. Nothing like that. Uh, yeah, I did report to, to, to Facebook around. as misleading, but but yeah. it's still it's still on my feed. And this is one of the really scary parts of you know what started a number of years ago. We talked about the you know, the, the creation of fake news and the bot farms that we had seen in other jurisdictions, which are creating this groundswell of social media commentary and opinion and inflammatory conversation mm. sometimes. But in this situation, that there's a, a likelihood that many of those comments were created by fake profiles that were being managed by the scammers for the very purpose of adding credibility to it and positivity in, in that in that basis. And you know, the, the, the profiles, you have no validation of who, who created it. Mm. But I think one of the things that is really good listening to Gus's story is the you know, the fact that he was suitably skeptical, cyber aware, and you didn't go as far as the scammers tried. But for every one of Gus, there are dozens, unfortunately, of other people mm. who are facing tremendous losses, incredible stress. You have vulnerable people who are getting these. Like, there's nothing saying that my 80-year-old father isn't getting one of these calls and not being a And skeptical. had it been your 80-year-old father and he 
fell prey to this, what would he have done? How would he have lost money? Would he have transferred the money? Would he have given bank details? So most likely, the a very some scam to scam, but the one that I think that they were talking there with Libra is that they're saying, you want to make 300 or 5,000 or a million in a day's trading, but you need to seed Invest. your account. Right. So this oh. is our bank number. You need to you put in your investment amount because we're going to build your your trading profile. But you might have to transfer five hundred euro or something like that as your seed value. And the clever to thing get is, is they had this hasn't been a cold call from them. This is an ad that you saw that you contacted them about. So they already have a, a an initial small advantage uh, in that. There's you, a little hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the the little button for learn more. You, you're expecting it more on text mm. or more of another video rather than mm. I subscribe to being harassed for the next mm. few days by by unknown but, numbers. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, um, Connor Flynn, managing director of Waste and Compliance Solutions, and Gus Fitzpatrick, who brought this issue to our attention, and thank you for doing so. Thank you both very much for coming into uh, the podcast today. And that's all we have time for. Gav Hennessy was on sound and video today, and JJ Clark produced the episode. I'm Adrian Weckler, and you have been listening to or watching the award-winning big tech show, the uh, just awarded for the second year in a row best business podcast at the podcast awards and we'll talk to you soon bye-bye Gurfader e chur in uig ciart len of winter fein. Skilti fis turmi. Tashe dochrecha nach vetach ara igornamion on kestin ekol. Vien talam aginam griv ahrkar nirachtum. Yatak she talam griven ahrkar stun elis duha lagis gimena fracht gora kligsar dukeshen echer. Nani vien aun dardarakshen vien marav. Shachten. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms.